it's still someone taking a frozen salmon and hitting you upside the head with it. Um, I, it was really hard for me. Welcome to another edition of the Promo Front Podcast. I am your host, Bill Petrie. This is episode number 14. With me, as always, is the Commander-in-Chief of Candy Corn, or as I'm going to refer to him today, the Earl of Electric Guitar, the one and only Dr. Kirby Hossaman. Kirby, how are you, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing pretty well. Uh, just got back, literally, as we discussed right before we started recording, I just got back from a three-day road trip with OPA. Um, and uh, so literally pulled in like an hour ago, got ready for this. So I'm tired, um, but in, in a, you know, in a good, one of those productive tired. So I'm doing yeah. pretty well. How about you? I'm doing good. I think the big news there is you actually uh, prepared for the podcast, which, you know, <laughs> that's fantastic. Kudos to you, but you know, who's always prepared to help you succeed Kirby. Who's that Bill? Thank you so, so much for knowing to ask. That'd be our good pals over at common skew. That's right. Common skew allows you to connect with your team and, and streamline your workflow from anywhere. Kirby's wearing a skew camp shirt from last year in Pittsburgh, I believe. No, this is a new one. Oh, it's the Austin one. Okay. Yes. Sorry. I, I can only see SKU camp in my screen. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so Common SKU is that cloud-based software. You guys know the drill by now. It allows you to run your entire promotional products business from creating presentations to invoicing your clients and everything in between. From where, Kirby? Anywhere, my friend. That's right. The cloud. It lives in the cloud. Even if you're in a beautiful part of the country on a day where there's not a cloud in the sky, the cloud's still there. <laughs> kind of weird, kind of creepy, I know, but it all exists up there somehow. Bobby, Bobby Leahy understands it very well from what I understand. <laughs> but from He's every aspect smart. of, he is. Actually, Dave probably understands it. Dave Schultz probably yeah. understands it a little bit better than Bobby. Quite a bit better, actually. <laughs> um, but from every aspect of running your distributor business, CommonSkew has the tools that enable you to do three things and more than that. But I'm going to focus on three, Kirby. Stay connected to your clients. That's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, stand apart from the competition. Letter C, close more close more deals to dramatically grow your sales. So if you want to learn more and gosh darn it, why wouldn't you head over to commonskew.com. You're not going to be sorry you did. Now I want to remind everybody before we get rolling, Kirby, um, if you want to, if you like what you're hearing and you're listening on the podcast client, so head over to Stitcher, Google play, Spotify, or Apple podcast, just search brand of eight radio, uh, click subscribe, leave us a five-star review. We don't want anything below five stars. <laughs> Leave us a five-star review. Let us know you like it. Give us that subscription. If you watch this on YouTube, uh, all you need to do is search for Brand of Eight on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button and let us know what you think. We uh, would love that very much. All right, Kirby, are you ready to broadcast at a something level today? Yeah, I, 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 I'm so glad you went with something because I'm, I'm making no promises today. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it, we're, we're, we're doing our best to amp up the energy, kids. <laughs> All right, so I do have the promo up front today. And okay. so our topic today, Kirby, is in-person events, mm, which cool. is kind of interesting. So I, you know, we went through this very long period of time, um, only virtual, you know, only, only, only virtual. And it seems like very slowly and then very rapidly, 
you guys certainly in OPA and AZPPA, and there's some pop-up events in the Northeast, I know, uh, sponsored by PAPA, the Philadelphia Area Promotional Products Association. I love the acronyms in our industry, Bill said sarcastically, but <laughs> there, we seem to be accelerating on that. You know, should, and, and I guess the question, I've not experienced any of these shows, in-person yeah. shows. My question to you as the resident expert on in-person promotional products activities, mm -hmm. should we be doing this or not? Are we going too fast now? Are we starting to get complacent with things? Because I'll be honest with you, it's a little bit of a concern for yeah. me. Yeah, I, so I think, you know, we were the, really among the first in the country, uh, yeah. not just in our industry, when we did Kalahari. Um, and I think that particular event, we've talked about it, we, there was a certain gravity to the situation, um, to it, and it, it went well. Um, I, I am at, at a place where it's a, it's a weird topic for me because I'm just tired right now because of a couple of these in a row. Right. Um, but I have, I think one of the things we are doing, not only as OPA, but I think as an industry, we're starting to, if done right, we can show the rest of the country, our clients, right. whatever, how to do these things. Um, and one of the things I would say is people are so hungry for it that the pushback that I expected, mm -hmm. I'm not getting. Yeah, I was standing at the door today. I was, I was the one taking temperature checks in yeah. Columbus and that was not like people were like, absolutely. Sure. Right. And no one came in without a mask. Yeah. It just it, it, like, it's, it, and again, it, because we want to get back to uh, some level of normalcy. Sure. What I found is people are much more willing to go, you tell me what I need to do to do this yeah. safely. Like social distancing, we were much better than I thought we would be. That's, um, and so, good. but as long as we do it right, mm -hmm. I think that to me, that's the next step in this evolution is we need to figure out how we can do some semblance of business in this world. Okay. But, but your concern is legit. Yeah. No, I, I don't. I actually, it's good to hear because I think, you know, obviously that first one, everybody's a little on edge and I'm going to make sure to wear my mask everywhere. Yeah. And I'm going to make sure I'm, I'm hyper vigilant about touching this and touching my face and mm -hmm. that. But I'm worried and concerned as we start getting more and more comfortable, we start getting complacent. Yeah. And when we start getting complacent, we let our guards down. And, and the reason I actually brought this up is uh, my wife is upstairs in quarantine right now mm -hmm. because she went uh, on a happy hour last Friday uh, with some of her friends in the special education department. She's a speech pathologist in our local school district, for those of you who don't know. And um, this person started feeling, so this was Friday, this person started feeling ill on fr uh, Sunday, went to school on Monday, got their temperature taken before she entered school, as every, uh, every person entering the school does, student, child, admin, uh, staff, whatever. She had a temperature. She went and got tested on Monday. On Tuesday, she tested positive for COVID. So now Sandy is, you know, to, to has spent too much time in proximity. So she is in quarantine in our guest bedroom until October the 18th. So that's a big impact on our family because yeah. now I'm now taking two college trips uh, Thursday and Friday this week that I wasn't planning on. I was going to take one. She's going to take the other. And plus, you know, now I'm, I'm all, I'm cooking everything. I got to take care of the dog and all the other things go along with it. And, and as Sandy and I were talking, it was one of those things that felt okay for her to just go have a happy hour. Mm -hmm. And the guard got let down a little bit because we just get comfortable with 
it's really going to be okay. I, I don't know anybody that's gotten it. And sure. So that's why I ask, because I still feel very strongly, the more we can do the in-person events, the better. And I do think, you know, uh, but I do think, I, I love what I hear what you're saying, that everybody was still very much on board with the protocols. Yeah, well, and I think one of the things, it's, it's important to have the right people in place on the board. I think you oh, yeah. know me well enough. I don't seek out confrontation, but I'm not uncomfortable with it if there right. is something like that. And I think that's, and I say that not, not like a physical confrontation, but being willing to say the hard thing is really important if an organization wants to have it. So not today, but yesterday. Mm -hmm. And again, like I had three takeaways. People yeah. were really excited to see people. Most yeah. were pe really, really understanding of the protocols. Right. And then people are mostly really friendly. Like I think yeah. we lose sight of that when we're doing everything virtually because we get yeah. sucked in on the other stuff. Right. Um, but there was one gentleman He's the only person, literally, that came in without a mask. Because mm -hmm. we told people in advance, that's the, these are the protocols. Mask, right. yep. um, everybody else, they might have come in not wearing it, mm -hmm. but immediately when they saw everybody else's mask up, yeah. they pulled something out. We right. provided masks free, mm -hmm. all that sort of thing. Um, but he was like, do I really have to wear a mask? Yeah. Yeah, you do. And, I was, and so then he walks around me. And I wouldn't let him in until he put it on. Mm -hmm. And then he walks around me and Kara, you know, Kara Keister. Yeah, yeah Kara Keister. And she's, mm -hmm. he had it down around his chin. Oh. And she's like, no, it needs to be up over your nose. Good. <laughs> and, and so just, it's about setting that tone right away. Yeah. And then when you look around, everybody else is doing it. I, I think it's really important to be willing to have that hard conversation. Because yeah. they don't have to come to the event. If you don't want to come to the event, you're not comfortable, don't. Don't come. But yeah. Them's the rules. Them's the rules. And so right. I think if we do that, I think it's okay. Good stuff. No, I, I thought it was kind of, you know, as we're kind of starting this weird transition to trying to do some live events, I thought it was worth the conversation. So good but we're, stuff. But we're still like, this is not the uh, me sitting on a mountaintop being real cocky about it. We're still no, this scared. Is, <laughs> look, this is your experience. Yeah. And, and you don't know, maybe in a week or two, we're talking about, wow, there's a little bit of an outbreak. Hopefully not. I, Hopefully I not. hope not, but yeah. you don't know. Yeah. It's, it is, it's, it's a weird time for sure. It is my friend. It is. So speaking of weird times. Yes, sir. You knew I was going to bring this up. I um, don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously everyone knows that you are a ginormous Van Halen fan. I am. Uh, it becomes a, it's a topic all the time on promo chat and every other place that is, uh, you know, this comes up a lot. In, if you know in, me, in, you know, I love the Van Halen. Yeah. And so obviously it came out yesterday. I actually, the yep. first I saw of it was actually on your Facebook post. Yeah. That was the first. And then I started scrolling and I saw more that Eddie Van Halen passed away. Yeah. So um, A, sorry uh, for you. And, and the, the, at the show today, one of the yeah. vendors was a ginormous Van Halen fan. He had a mask, the, the mask similar to the one you have with yeah. the guitar. He yeah. was playing Van Halen all day at his booth. <laughs> and so it was kind of cool to see that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so I, I guess a just wanted to say I'm sorry for you, and B I wonder, you know, as as these sort of things happen, yeah, you know, the, the effect that a legend like that has on us, you know, yeah. passing, you know, I, yeah, I, I thought about this, so I didn't know about it. Um, Kelsey actually was the one who texted me. I was running an errand and wasn't paying attention to anything social, and she texted me. She said call me. Don't look at Facebook. Don't look at your texts. Call me. And I happened to look at my phone and in my little text bubble was the number 18. And then I'm like, well, something must have happened. Oh my gosh. So I call her up and she told me 
and it was a gut punch. Um, I, I've known Eddie has not been well for over a year. I mean, I've known he's been fighting cancer for, for decades, really. He had tongue cancer, had a third of his tongue cut out. And I had heard rumors when I was on the cruise, exactly this week last year, I was on my cruise. And I remember at the end of the cruise, there were some rumors that uh, he was banging on death's door. And so, you know, it's one of those things I was prepared for, but you're not prepared for. It's kind of like, you know, your grandmother's really sick and you know, she's going to yeah. die, but then we get the finality of it. It's still someone taking a frozen salmon and hitting you upside the head with it. Um, I, it was really hard for me. And I was yeah. trying to identify why, and I'm writing a blog about it, you know, and it's not about because, you know, why do we get so connected and get so upset when it's someone we don't know dies? Right. I've never met Eddie. I, I don't know what he's like. I, I don't know what his favorite meal is. And I don't know any, I'm not his friend. There wasn't his friend, but while he didn't know me, I knew him. You know, he didn't know who I was, but, you know, he never put his arm around me to console me when I was having a tough time, but that music was always there to right. help me through those times. Um, and so I think because we have those connections with people who create and they move you emotionally. Um, I still remember that first time I heard that, the heard eruption in 1980, it was a couple years after it had come out. And so I was, I was 11 years old to me, it's still as fresh today as it was. And so, right. you know, basically for me, it's part of my youth dying. Um, right. And it's, uh, you know, so I put the Van Halen guitar over here and I'm wearing my favorite concert shirt, my, my Eddie Van Halen work shirt. Um, it, it, it was tough, but uh, you know, hey, life goes on. And right. I'm just very thankful that he shared his gift with the world. Right. And the music never dies. And so, you know, it, it was tough. And I'm writing a blog about it because, hey, content. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's just tough to have that. It's such a part of my life. I mean, in, in extent, I can't tell you how many people wrote on my Facebook page, right. you were the first person I thought of. You were the first person I thought of. And yeah. I'm like, wow, maybe I've spent too much time <laughs> professing my bizarre man love for Van Halen. But... <laughs> who cares yeah so it seems, seems appropriate now it does seem appropriate but uh, it, it's tough and it's just tough when you, you know and i know the next one i'll feel is when paul mccartney when paul mccartney passed away i'll have the same feeling in it you know i'll be moved i'll be moved to tears right. probably i was moved to tears yesterday i mean it's just hard it's just such a finality you know i yeah. saw something yesterday before this happened that made me feel old and, and this will make you feel old too great thanks um yeah <laughs> we're as far away from the 1980s today as we were in the 80s from the 40s that blew my mind did not love that little nugget um but this is just one of those things that makes you feel old and 65 is too young but i'm also convinced the older i get the younger those ages get yeah you know yeah, for sure whoa he was he was only 86 man it's way too young um right. so so but I appreciate you asking. And a lot of people reached out and, you know, the gift of music gives on. And so he will live on forever. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, it's kind of what happens when you abuse your body like that. Uh, he mm -hmm. did for decades. And unfortunately, yeah. those roosters will always come home to roost. For sure. For sure. So, thank All you right. for asking. All right, yep. Kirby. Um, hey, you know what I was thinking, Kirby, <laughs> as I stare off into the distance, much like Nick Latour might on a Monday? Do you have a product you'd like to share with us? Because I, if I know you the way I think you do, or I do, 
or you do, or that we know each other and yes. you know yourself and you know me and we all do and we am and we are and we are. So yeah, it's Promotional Products Work Week. Kirby, I'd like to know what promotional product is working for you today. That's a great transition, man. It really wasn't. Yeah. At the end, uh, it was okay. Yeah, right. So I am actually wearing uh, mm. the new, as I mentioned, it's the uh, Skew Camp Austin shirt. Got it from Common Skew. Did you have to look at the shirt to remember the city? I did. Okay. Uh, and uh, but it's an all-made T-shirt, so it's oh, one of the nice. you know mm -hmm. one of the uh, shirts that have a give-back components built with mm -hmm. recycled polyester, mm -hmm. uh, twenty-five percent tinsel modal. I can't pronounce that, but that's what it mm -hmm. is. And then 25% organic cotton. So really it's one of those products. That's not only a cool product, but it's a feel good as yeah. well. And uh, this, uh, this was actually my first all made t-shirt that I got. And so when I got it in my pack, I immediately was like, Ooh, I can't wait yeah. to try that out. Super comfortable. Dig it. Awesome. Awesome. I love that shirt. Ryan Moore is a really great guy. I've uh, had a couple great conversations with him. I, he and I were both speakers at an event uh, about a year ago, year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, actually, now I'm thinking about it. But anyway, just a super great guy and, and very cause-oriented. So what a, what a great product, Kirby. Kirby, I have another topic I'd like to discuss with you if you're so inclined. I would love that. Oh, Kirby, you make me so happy. <laughs> so I don't know if you know this, okay. but uh, Donald Trump, uh, our president, had COVID. He, he, got, he, he got the COVIDs. So this is not a political discussion. For anybody listening, this is not a political discussion. Thank you. Thank you very much. So anyway, the White House gift shop has introduced a Donald J. Trump defeats COVID commemorative coin. Um, it's part of their historic moments in history series. <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh, and, and the first 1500 people to purchase the coin, uh, it's a hundred dollars for the coin, by the way, Sure. this is my favorite part. The first, let's just let this sink in for a second. The first uh. 1500 people who buy the $100 coin will also receive a pres a presidential blue PPE mask. Now, if there's something that's not on brand, is there, there's nothing on brand about that. Yeah. Yeah. The. Yeah. So it was interesting that literally today somebody brought up the idea that as much as mm -hmm. uh, our president does uh, do merchandise, does yeah. do branded merchandise, and yeah. quite frankly, leverages it better than most people. Yeah. It was fascinating that we, you don't see Make America Great masks. Not, yeah. Anywhere. Well, that's, well, that's a very interesting point. Well, that's what <laughs> blew me away. I mean, I, First of all, I don't even know if we know he's actually defeated COVID yet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, again, I don't know if anybody truly defeats COVID because it seems like some people may get it again and again, but that's beside the point. I was more thinking, is this on brand for who you are? You don't like masks. President Trump doesn't like masks. He's on record of that. And that's fine. That's his perspective as an individual and all that. But I don't understand why you'd give a promotional product of a face mask when that's not, it's so off brand. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it is. It is off brand. And it, it, this is, this is one of those things where the idea of this, this has become politicized. Yep. And so we can say it's not a political discussion, but it's really hard not to, to make yeah. it, make it. So um, the idea that suddenly we would change that brand and start to promote you know, I think maybe that is a responsible thing yeah. to do. And so I guess I would, I would promote that maybe and, so. and, and give a thumbs up that uh, maybe that that stance has been changed. I, um, I just thought it was interesting that it, just, it didn't feel on message. Yeah. The I coin agree. 
of Trump saying he defeated <laughs> COVID felt very on message. <laughs> the mass that went with it did not feel as on message. Again, this is not a political conversation. We're only talking about a coin here and a mask. Kirby, yeah. do you have another topic you'd like to share with us? <laughs> I have a feeling that the, the audience will decide whether that was a political discussion or not that in seems, the comments. That seems to be a theme. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, uh, just a quick thing that it's one of those topics that we know about, but mm -hmm. we lose sight of. So you know, we do video and radio and, mm -hmm. you know, different um, yep. kind of multimedia stuff here at the, at the office. So recently a political candidate had asked me to, they met with me, they wanted to do radio spots and they said, hey, and they asked the rate for the radio spots. I told them, they said, does that yep. include writing the script? Mm -hmm. And in a quick moment, like on the fly, and in what I would now call a weak moment, okay. I said, yeah, of course yeah, it does. Sure, I can, throw, I, I can put together a script. But candidly, that's the hardest part, yeah. you know, the mental side of really. And so it took me a couple of days to get into it. And then I sent it to him mm -hmm. and he's like, yeah, I didn't like it. And, um, you know, I'm going to do write my own. And I, it was one of those moments where I actually said to my team, I'm like, guys, you got to hold me to this, but we got to start for creative. I have to start charging because charging yeah. adds value. Had I, yeah. had he paid me even a hundred dollars to write that ad, yeah. he would have respected it more. And yeah. I think we in our industry do that all the time. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll throw in that, this, I'll do this, right. I'll do this. And it devalues us, I think sometimes. And, and I know this, but I break the rule myself all the time. Well, we do. And you forget things. Um, you forget things like, yeah, I'll write this for you and we'll give you one revision. And then after that, it's going to cost X. You forget right. to put language like that in there. It's like, well, I, I like the way this is going, but if you could tweak that and do this and make it this way, we all do that stuff. Yeah. And sometimes we get so eager to make the sale. Yeah. And that was totally um, what happened to me. Or sometimes it's a friendship thing, or sometimes it's a weak moment thing, or sometimes you're not really listening. And I'm not saying that's you, but I mean, there's times I'm guilty of not listening and I'll be like, absolutely. Um, you know, I mean, I give you a perfect example. I, I remember this is one of my friends, when we were growing up. This is a great little anecdote here of, of just saying yes, when you're not thinking. <laughs> we went to get ice cream and, and the guy behind the counter was like, cup of cone. And I said, what? He said, cup of cone. And I said, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> cup or cone i'm like oh i want it in a cup so you know sometimes we just automatically say yes because we weren't listening we can't process that information we're in a weak moment whatever it is and that applies to sales too i've yeah. done it many times and it's yeah. one of those hard things to stop yourself from just saying you bet and then trying to clean up your own sales mess later yeah because then it's like then i was annoyed that they didn't like the creative because i'm like oh well it you know, again, it's one of those things where I'm like, I spent a lot of time thinking about the structure of it yeah. and how it would best do this. And then he's like, no, I'm just gonna do it myself. I'm like, okay, okay. so it's gonna suck. Great. Well, <laughs> but if you just want me to record it, that's what I wanted to do from the beginning. There you go. There you go. <laughs> do you have time for one more or no? Yeah, sure. Okay, great, Kirby. Uh, let's do a quick one here. Is it news when a distributor or supplier holds a virtual meeting? Got to be honest with you. Every time I see a press release that uh, Company X held a virtual sales meeting, wow, there's a shocker. Hey, in other news, the sun came up this morning. So I guess this is more of a little rant for me. I, I get it. And we all want free publicity and that's wonderful. But 
it's no longer news if you hold a virtual event. Um, unless you did something super creative, super cool with the merchandise, you got different people together, you had wonderful speakers. If it's just, hey, we held our annual sales meeting, but we did it virtually this year, don't really want to hear about it. <laughs> you know, and, and this is, you know, I'm, I'm excited to hear about our common ski sessions at home. That's a different entity for me because you're bringing in people from all over the place. You're holding a conference, not a meeting. Right. I don't care about meetings, conferences, all bets are off. But if you're just holding a, hey, guess what? Kelsey and I had a virtual meeting yesterday uh, <laughs> talking about several of our marketing uh, uh, projects coming up. Anybody care? <laughs> Probably not. Thank you. You guys any, do. Any comment about that? Or do you disagree? Do you agree with me? Am I wrong? Am I right? How do you feel, Kirby? What do you think? I think that anytime something becomes the same as everybody else is doing it, exactly. then it's probably not news. I, I get it because to us, and, and again, I'm mm -hmm. having a virtual meeting next week, a virtual conference, whatever you want to call it. Um, and to me, that feels like a really big deal yeah. right now. You know what I mean? Uh, but to the folks down the street who aren't signed up and don't give a damn, it's like, yeah, great. Hopefully yeah. mine is not just a Zoom meeting. But the right. reality of it is everybody's doing that now. So the moment everybody's doing something, it's not news. Yeah, that's to me, that, that's not, I guess I'm just saying, it's not earth shattering if distributor X has their virtual sales meeting virtually. I'm presuming that. Yeah, 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 that's exactly right. I am presuming that. So, all right, do you have one more or are you good? I'm good. I was, I'm ready to jump in and learn some okay. stuff. All right, so Kirby, <laughs> this is now the party in the back. Is yep. um, I wish I had a Van Halen-esque mullet to wear. Yeah. This is the mullet of all podcasts. So Kirby, what is your party in the back? I have put my notes away. I am I'm yours. I am awesome. yours. All right, so the theme for this one is movies. Okay. As I was coming up with this, and probably about three minutes before we got on here, I'm really hoping I haven't asked you all these questions before. <laughs> But we'll, we'll do our best. We'll it's just, fresh. Let's just roll with it. Yeah, it's fresh. Okay, so, all right. We're, the whole theme is movies. I just want to- Movies. Yeah, I, wanna, I want you to give me first thing that comes to your head. Motion okay? pictures, flicks. That's right. Um, not like the topic you gave last week, which had to do with adult films. These are just- You knew quite a bit about that topic. <laughs> it was really interesting. <laughs> I knew nothing about the Cowboys though. Um, okay, so your favorite movie- and I'm going to give you a choice, dealer's choice mm -hmm. on this. Either favorite movie or like top three. Go. Maybe top three movies of all time. Okay. Uh, and these rotate in and out. Um, Shawshank Redemption, um, always up there for me. It's a stopper. If I run into it, um, I will always, always, uh, always have stop and watch it. Vacation, the original Vacation, hmm. um, has has still just as funny as it will. Actually, you know what? Take out Vacation. That's probably number four. Animal House. I still think Animal House holds up better than Vacation because it's a period piece. So let's stick with uh, Animal House. Animal and then number three, This is Spinal Tap. is okay. one of my favorite movies, and I just absolutely love that movie. It always gives me and again, if I run into it, I can quote just about every line. I think I have more fun doing the dialogue with the actors than actually just watching the movie. Yeah. No, I get that. I have mm -hmm. movies like that. And my, my wife will not watch most of them with me mm -hmm. because she's like, are we going to watch it or are you going to do it? Like, and I'm like. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I always get like with Shawshank, I always get, how many times do you have to watch this movie? Like, I don't know. Haven't hit that number yet. <laughs> I was going to say, we're about to find out. <laughs> so you're asking me like, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a tootsie roll tootsie pop? 
Got to do it to find out. <laughs> All right. A movie that you like mm-hmm. that nobody else really likes. Or not nobody likes, but isn't, you know what I mean? Like that you like it more than most people like. Uh, oh, what is the name of that movie? Um, Music and Lyrics. Um, hmm. It is a Hugh Grant, Drew Barrymore movie that I absolutely find enchanting. Um, it's, it's just a little love story and it's really cute and very well done. It's about, um, it's kind of loosely based on Wham, if you're not familiar with it. And the character played by Hugh Grant would be the Andrew Ridgely of the group. So the other, they were a duo and they got, they were popular. And then the singer went on to go do huge things. And then his partner was just kind of, Oh, now what? (laughs) And it's a really cool story of him getting his confidence back. So I actually love that movie, music and lyrics. Didn't see you being a big Hugh Grant guy, but that's good. I didn't say I was a big Hugh Grant guy. I answered your question regarding <laughs> a movie, and he happens to be in it. Kirby, thank you very much. A movie that you think is overrated. Everybody else likes it, but you're like, eh. Gosh, that's a good one. There's a lot. Um, Give me a couple. That's fine. Yeah. Well, I, any Anything with the uh, musicals. Um, what? Oh, I, I know. The Rocket Man. Yeah. The old John movie. Man, that was brutal. And, and I love, I love Elton John. I've seen Elton John concert maybe four times. I think he's brilliant as an artist. I did, I did just short-circuited me like yeah. nobody's business. It's just like, just tell a story. I'm yeah. pretty sure he didn't walk around singing his songs as plot <laughs> advancement in his own life. Yeah. Didn't like it. Okay, that's a, that's a good one. Because I, I struggled with that one too. And I liked a bunch of other, like I really enjoyed the... Um, the the queen Freddy, with bohemian yeah. rhapsody yeah i thought that was great yeah um okay just a little bit off but favorite actor that's a tough one i mean it, it kind of for me it depends on on the genre okay. but hard not to go with with tom kanks but i'm going to give a, a a real big shout out also to, uh, my second favorite actor is actually probably brad pitt because he actually plays so many different varied roles and he's so good in them. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say Tom Hanks just cause why not? Yeah. Well, um, yeah but great. then Brad Pitt, I think of him in, in, in glorious bastards and the character he plays there is just so awesome. Yeah. I just, okay. Favorite actress. I don't, I see. I just, oh, favorite actress. I I'd say, uh, oh, what's her name? Um, Kate Winslet. I think she's incredibly talented. Yeah. I find anything I anything she's in, I think she's phenomenal in. I mean, the easy ones are like Glenn Close, things like that. Not that you know, not not bad or Meryl Streep. Not that that to me, it's Kate Winslet. I like it. Okay, final one. Final one. The well, the, you kind of took this, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you. The movie that gets you to stop every time that isn't Shawshank Redemption. Okay, um, easy. That thing you do, Tom Hanks vehicle, one of my favorite movies. That probably actually is in my top three. I'd actually probably uh, boot out Spinal Tap for that thing you do. Again, it's just such a pleasant, fun, happy movie. It's got music. It, the soundtrack is great. The acting's really good. It's it's uh, just it just gives me joy to watch that movie. So I'm totally okay. going to say that thing you do. And if you haven't seen that movie or music and lyrics, or any of these movies, please stop what you're doing and do so immediately. You know what else people should stop what they're doing and do so immediately, Kirby? What's that, Bill? 
as I reach for my notes, I believe they should <laughs> stop what they're doing, hit pause on this podcast, and go ahead and head over to commonskew.com because you know why? Why? Thank you for asking, Kirby. They need to learn more about Common Skew and how they can help their distributor business. You know, everything's in the cloud. The entire software is in the cloud. And what's great about that is nothing to download. You don't have to download a thing. And what is even better about it, they're doing all the updating all the time. Mm -hmm. So when they roll out features, you know what you have to do? Nothing. You log on. Yeah. Okay? It's that simple. Remember your password. <laughs> that, that's sometimes hard. But, but log on. You just log on. And lo and behold, you get the upgraded version. They're always tinkering with it to make it better to help you close more deals, help you sell things. We talked about tomorrow, or I guess when this drops, it'll be yesterday. They do great conferences. So uh, Common Skew Sessions at Home is on the uh, 8th. I guess we're recording this on the 7th. Um, so just really great people there. And again, they're so invested in your business. So head over to commonskew.com. You're not going to be sorry that you did. So Kirby, thank you so much for having the courage to uh, broadcast this uh, fine, fine podcast with me. Um, you didn't have to give me fair warning uh, that we are going to record the podcast and I'm feeling like I'm on top of the world. 